No matter where your shipments come from, they'll be collected in a single actionable page. Quickly select any number of shipments and post them directly to load boards instantly. Then your reps can easily manage all of their quotes from a single screen. But for carriers that won't allow real-time tracking, Ty has a simple feature that allows your reps to mass text drivers all in one click. Ty sends an email directly to your clients providing them with the recent tracking update. Easy, right? Welcome to Put That Coffee Down, the Break Sales Show for Closers. My name is Kevin Hill, and we have an exciting half hour for you. We're going to talk about building efficiencies in freight sales. It's a different world than it was a year ago today, uh, where the, the market was going crazy. All the value was in finding capacity, and really, you know, everyone took your phone call. All shippers kind of took your phone call. Everyone was looking for capacity. Uh, now it's a little bit more of a race to the bottom. Uh, so building those efficiencies, building a sales process that will last uh, through a soft market, I, I think it would try is around 5.2% right now. Very soft market, a lot of capacity out there. So building efficiencies, uh, getting in front of those shippers, uh, providing additional value is what it's all about. We'll talk to, to Sean McIlligetti. He's a VP of Sales and Marketing over at Ty a little bit. And here in just a second, actually. Uh, but first, let's talk about the stock market and the freight market all combined into one. Uh, if we can throw up our, our graph here of the Mercube Freight Waves Supply Chain Tech Index. Along with, and that's going to be in white, in blue, we have OTRI. And of course, that's the, our outbound tender rejection index. Uh, and what we find here is that they track very, very closely, right? When capacity loose, valuations are down. When capacity is tight, like they're in 2021, the market values supply chain tech a little bit more. I, you see a very tight correlation here, except for, you know, in August and September, we had the bear market rally. And you can see the the valuations of supply chain tech companies, uh, freight tech companies uh, bounce up there. But uh, since uh, you know early September, certainly mid September, <clears throat> when once FedEx kind of uh, went out with their warning, withdrew their fiscal guidance, uh, the entire market as a whole has been down about six point seven percent from September fifteenth when that when uh, the report uh, from FedEx went out. And, uh, and FedEx itself is down 43% since then. But there, there you have the, the supply chain tech index along with OTRI. gives you a sense of, you know, when capacity is tight, valuations go up, valuations come down is usually when capacity is, is out there. 5%, 5.1, what is it, 5.21%. O-Try is, is back to 2019 levels. It's very loose out there. So um, what kind of peak season are we going to have? That's uh, this something that's on everyone's mind. And we did a little bit of research on that, uh, survey-based research. And if we throw up the, the second chart here on the show, we can, we can take a gander at that. And this is a survey that we did out to our readers, our freight broker readers, and our carrier uh, readers, so both asset and non-asset based uh, transportation providers. What are your thoughts on this year's peak holiday season in the freight markets compared to uh, 2021 and 2020? So how's 2022 going to stack up against the last couple of years, those pandemic years? 
And what we find is almost two thirds think we're going to see a decrease in volumes uh, come peak season. I, I think peak season brought us up about 25%. Oh, try um, kind of that holiday period from Thanksgiving on to, to Christmas. In 2019, it, we, we saw double digits briefly uh, in Otri, and I think that's probably what we'll see in 2022, barring any unforeseen uh, economic expansion out there. But it looks like uh, a lot of headwinds uh, are facing the economy right now, and that's going to be facing the consumer and peak holiday season as well. You know, we talk about inflation, we talk about raising rising interest rates. We talk about a mixed shift back to travel and experiences over physical goods. So we'll see what the consumer does uh, coming up here in the fourth quarter. That's just right around the corner. Um, Monday will be the first business day of the fourth quarter. It should be uh, quite an interesting time. So we'll, we'll keep tuned on that. Um, but throughout this this freight environment right now that we see, it's important, vitally important to, to build out efficiencies in your sales process through your sales team, uh, whether you're a freight broker, carrier, uh, freight tech company, anyone in in freight sales should be uh, very aware of this. And this is what we're going to talk about with Sean here. I will welcome Sean McGillicuddy to the show. Hey, Kevin. Good to see you again. Good to see you too again, Sean. Always a pleasure having you on. Put that coffee down. And um and we're going to talk about efficiency. So, uh, you know, kind of, you know, first of all, give, give a little background about Ty and, and yourself. Yeah. So um, for anybody who doesn't know, you know, Ty Software is a TMS platform specifically built for brokers. So brokers doing full truckload and LTL. And uh, we really just try to focus on taking the the business model of brokers and really just streamlining things. Um, you know, we always think of the brokerage business model is the brokerage job is difficult, right? But the business model is not necessarily complicated. You got shippers, you got carriers. And so our goal is always to just simplify the process so that it feels that simple for your team that you have on staff today. Yeah, I had Mitchell on a few weeks ago. We talked about email, email efficiencies kind of through that. And we might touch upon that a little bit today. First of all, you talked to, to a lot of freight brokers. I talked to a lot of freight brokers and just want to get a sense of kind of what you're seeing in, in the freight broker freight broker market right now. Yeah. So, you know, probably it's not a surprise to anybody that we've seen a major shift from obviously last year and earlier this year was all about you know, can we need technology that can handle our growth? Um, we need we need ways to handle our growth. We need to manage capacity. Everything was really tight, and so we've seen a major shift from that into how can we be more efficient in an unpredictable market? How do we make sure that we're investing in the the good people that we have today, knowing that we're not really sure if we're going to bring more people on? We're not we're uncertain about what the growth looks like. You definitely still have brokers talking about growth and you know, um, ways to handle their growth. But um, I think when markets tighten up, I mean, this is goes kind of without saying, but, you know, management teams start looking at, are we being efficient with the money that we're spending, right? Are we making sure that whatever investments we're making today are actually, you know, maximizing and making sure that we're reducing cost overall and trying to maximize the people that we have? Are you seeing, when you talk to freight brokers, is it more of a concern on let's say the operation side or the carrier sell side or the business development side, or maybe the connectivity between those two and becoming more efficient that way. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I think it's probably a combination overall, but the, um, the, you know, the brokers that last year, you know, still put a lot of emphasis on making sure they were taking care of their, their top trucking companies that they like to work with their, you know, their, their top carriers that that are their partners. Um, they're definitely, uh, they're definitely in a good position today. You know, uh, they, you know, capacity loosened up and you can spread things out. It, it's, it's just always a good thing to invest in the relationships with the carriers. But I think the emphasis is a little bit more on retention, retaining the customers that we have, keeping them happy. And then, like you mentioned, the business development side, how are we going to go out and win, you know, more, more clients, um, knowing that, knowing that there's obviously been a dip and there could be more of a dip. And we have no idea what next year really holds other than a lot of uh, various predictions. And in, in my opinion, you know, and this is just, kind of sales philosophy in general but you know when you're when you're going out there and you're you're looking for new shippers to work with um, or you're trying to make sure that you're getting all of the freight volume from the current customers you have the emphasis should always be on partnerships I mean this is a, a really relationship based business and um, you know I, I teach my own sales team this often but you know if you go out there and, and somebody is just like yeah get me a lower price right I mean there, there's always those opportunities out there if you can get a quick spot quote turnaround on a, on a, um, on a shipper who tends to blast out their requests to a lot of brokers. Of course you want to win those opportunities as well, but the main emphasis is on the relationship. If you win a shipper on price, it is likely that you will lose that shipper on price later, as soon as somebody can come in and, and undercut it. So it's the, it's the relationships that are most important. So anybody that you have on your team on the sales side, who is, uh, who is particularly good at building relationships and really understanding the shipper's needs and and winning on relationship and accommodating needs versus price, that is a valuable person. So anything you can do to free them up, um, and you had, like you said, you had Mitch on here a few weeks ago talking about um, email efficiencies and integrating email with your TMS, things like that will free those business development reps up to go after that business and build those relationships more. And I think that's really a very important place to, to spend your money. Make sure that your top talent has what they need to build those relationships and win new customers. Yeah, I agree totally with you on the relationships and the partnerships, right? Um, right now, it's all about building value. Mitch and I talked about email and, and the velocity of the email quality and velocity of getting back to to the shippers you know part of your job as a freight broker is solving problems and problems happen all the time every day and they're often difficult problems that uh some some other freight brokers that they might be working with might be shying away from or you know might go incognito for an afternoon because they just don't have the answer having that velocity uh is is really building that trust that relationship and that partnership and that gets you out of the price conversation all the time we all know price is important but the more you can you can divert away from price with that value the better off you're going to be in the long run exactly yeah and so it's you know it's it's obviously quick turnaround times when you're talking with shippers and you know mitch was mentioning that uh that like email the the way to respond automate the process of responding to emails for for spot quotes and for your customers and things like that but you know, to take that even a, a step further, um, if you're building good relationships with your shippers, you you might end up on the phone with them quite a bit, you know. And uh, some of them some of them prefer you know blasting a bunch of emails, and so there's got to be a way to accommodate that. You can't have your 
top sales talent just doing data entry off of an email all day. It's not a, it's not an efficient use of their time. But then also if somebody, if somebody calls up, um, you know, you, you may have, uh, talented reps who maybe aren't as seasoned as some of your really seasoned, uh, brokers. And so for them to be able to turn around a quote for the shipper quickly, um, one of the things we do within our platform is we make it so that while you're on the phone with that shipper, you type in that order and you can see all of your rating intelligence tools, including Sonar, just to throw that plug in for you guys, uh, for, the, for, for freight waves. But, um, you know, you can see all of your rating tools in one place and then you can see your whole history of everybody, all your top carriers who have quoted you on that lane recently. And what that does is it takes, um, some of your really ambitious, talented sales reps and it empowers them on one screen to be able to get an answer really quick while they're still on the phone. They can type in, um, they can type in that lane. They can find out exactly what the, what the market is bearing for that lane right now and feel very confident about getting them a quote. So while they're on the phone and if they're a good closer, right. And they're, and they're, and they're good at sales, then they can actually, while they're on the phone, you know, push for them to commit, right. They gave, they gave you a good price. This sounds fair handle that negotiation right over the phone, you know, you know what kind of room you have, you know, just based on what you're looking at on one screen. So if you can get that answer back to the shipper and push for them to book it immediately, then you've just reduced, you know, this back and forth process and eliminated a lot of the tedious data entry and just trying to win on on price, right? So it's super helpful for, you know, any good sales rep. Yeah, I think efficiencies, you hit the, the, the nail on the head right there. Efficiencies is getting rid of that, that tedious work. And, and sometimes that tedious work doesn't equate, uh, well, it is data entry, but it's not, you know, accounting or administrative. It is actually the sales process that there's a lot of tedious work going back and forth, multiple screens, trying to, and really recreating uh, the, the task each and every time. You know, it's tailored a little bit, but having to go through Tim. 10 steps to get a quote over to a customer uh, or rebuilding that quote from scratch each time almost, right? Uh, that's very right. inefficient. It's, it's, it takes a lot of time from the people who close, right? You want the people who close closing, not uh, starting forms from scratch or quotes from scratch each and every time. You want to make it as quickly and as efficient as possible to get those answers over to work more business, work those phones, and and talk to as many shippers as possible every single day. Yeah, it's exactly, and it's yeah, it's really important. I mean, I know a lot of people, um, uh, a lot of companies to eliminate data entry are are using you know the nearshore option and that's a it is mm-hmm. that's a great option um but if you if you're trying to invest in your in your people your top talent and trying to make their lives a little easier technology is a, a great option and, and like you mentioned there's a sometimes there's a lot of steps i mean you don't want your top reps to be so busy that anything that comes in they just always post it on the load board without really having handy you know who that could go directly to what trucking company that mm-hmm. could go directly to because you might you're probably going to get a better price from your, your, your loyal carriers that you work with regularly. So to be able to easily reduce, cause I mean, a lot of brokers, you know, that they're trying to get a spot quote, they're, they're bringing up DAT, they're bringing up truck stop. Um, they're looking at, you know, other rating intelligence tools, Correct. sonar, green screens, you know? Yeah, exactly. So all of these different tools that you could be leveraging and it's, you know, a seasoned broker, you know, usually when you talk to them about it, they're like, yeah, I mean, this is my process. I know how to do it. It it works well. It is what it is. Like it's all over the place. Right. 
But if you take all of those great tools that you're using today and you put them on one screen, now the seasoned broker can teach the young, ambitious sales rep exactly what they would do. Instead of it all being in their head, it's all on one screen. And you can say, hey, here's DAT, here's truck stop, here's track, right? All of this stuff is here. And then here's all the carriers that have quoted us you know, in the last few days on mm-hmm. this lane. And here's, what, here's the rates they're giving us. If that's all on one screen, it's remarkably easier to train a brand new rep who is not a brand new rep, but you know, maybe somebody who's been in the industry only a few years doesn't have that knowledge of every lane, right? But they are ambitious. They're really good at winning the shipper over, um, building good relationships. And if you empower them with tools like that, you know, that's, that's the way to invest in, in, in your top talent, in my opinion. It really is. Whenever I started freight brokering, uh, our, our rate machine was was Vince. And you'd ask Vince, you know, what, what do you pay on this lane? What, what do you pay to the truck on this lane? It didn't matter what lane it was. We did a lot of flat bed. He always said $2 a mile, $2 a mile, you know. And that was yeah. <laughs> kind of what we used was completely inefficient and, and, and worthless information half the time. Uh, <laughs> but I, I started off the, the, the program talking about uh, O-Try, uh, very soft market, you know, talking about, you know, you don't really have to, to go too far. Uh, reading the news these days uh, to realize that we might be in a recession, you know, who knows if it's official or not, but we're definitely in a slowdown. Um, but there's some high growth freight brokers out there. Everyone's been high growth the last couple of years. So, you know, how do you keep thinking about growth? Prepare for an economic slowdown and integrate, keep on those those improvements in technology or those efficiencies investing in technology. How do you go about that as a freight broker? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, at the risk of sounding repetitive, but if you are investing in the top talent who can win new shippers and can take the, the shippers that you're working with today and make sure that they're getting, you know, the full, you know, the, the full freight volume from those shippers, that's, um, that's really, really important. And so, um, you know, obviously looking into in an unpredictable market, you have to actually take the time to go through the PL and look at areas where you're spending money that isn't isn't yielding any additional revenue or it's not adding any efficiency. And so I think it's really important to, you know, not necessarily take your your foot off the gas when it comes to just the, you know, that fast pace that we had uh last year and earlier this year. You know, some of your some of your top salespeople are going to thrive on kind of keeping just, you know, keeping themselves moving. And I think, I think they got to do that. And, uh, and so to me, you know, the owner of a freight brokerage, you know, the, the best thing they can do is look through the P and L and find out where you're spending money, where, you know, you, you shouldn't necessarily be spending money. And sometimes, sometimes there's technology out there that may sound, um, expensive on the, on the front end, but if you look at what it replaces for you, um, there's multiple areas where you could you could pull things off of the expense side um, to add add a tool in. And there's so many cool tools out there these days for you know capacity management and tracking and, and different things like that and rating like we're talking about. So you know I, I think it's really important to actually take a look at everything and and don't necessarily just look at the cost of a new piece of technology. You know if it's going to make your team more efficient and your sales reps and your ops team are telling you that hey this is really something that could help us a lot. Look for those areas where you, you know, I see this a lot with companies that have been, you know, using the same technologies for a long time and, uh, and have been around a while. They're obviously doing a really good job. You know, there's brokers that have been around a long time and it's, you know, it's hard to tell them that like, 
you know, there's ways to improve because they already are doing very well, right? They're already very knowledgeable. But if you can take that time and be honest with yourself and look into the PL and find out how many expenses could I take off of, you know, this list, if I invested in this other piece of technology, you might actually find that even though there's a sticker shock over here, you're actually saving a lot of money in the long run. And I think in an unpredictable economy, you know, if we are, if we are in a recession, which it definitely seems like we are, then those are the most important things. And, you know, I, I hate to see anybody uh, pull back on their sales process, right? Like, you know, that now I think is almost the time to, if you can, if you can afford it, put some money into that, make sure that you are going after continuing to grow your business, but do it in a, you know, in a smarter way. There's not, um, there's, there's a little bit more time to take a step back, look at the PL and find out exactly where you're wasting money and, uh, and make sure that you're able to take that off the balance sheet and make sure that that's that money, those, those dollars are being used smart in order to continue to grow and continue to be stable in an uncertain economy. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I agree wholeheartedly. This is time to grow. If you want to grow, there's, there's no better time than in a, in a slowdown in the market to, to grow because then you're, you're prepping yourself, you're preparing yourself, you're getting the technology in place, you're getting the business processes in place to, to really take advantage of the next upturn in the market. If you wait until the next upturn in the market, by the time you, you get, get everything set in place, you're into the next downturn. And then, you know, uh, it's, it's, then you start slashing everything maybe and and you go on this repeat cycle um like you see a lot of businesses do which is which is unfortunate but yeah just time to, to yeah. really examine uh when when you see freight brokers uh you know looking at their pnl what are what, what's if you had to pick one place that they're really examining and, and shopping around for uh what, what piece of technology or or what business process would that be yeah so looking you know, what, what I'm seeing is looking into, you know, legacy technologies that, um, that, that charge a lot for everything that they do for the broker. So anytime you want to make a, a slight adjustment to your, you know, to your, to your software, anytime you need a little extra support, um, there's sometimes some pretty hefty charges that if you add them up over the course Project of the management year, fees. Yeah, exactly. And so you're spending a lot on things like that. And so, you know, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, last year, it was like a renaissance for technology in this industry. You know, there was so much opportunity yeah. to try and help brokers be more efficient. And so, um, you know, there's there's capacity management tools that automate your capacity. There's email tools that make it so that you can, you know, quickly respond to your to your customers, right? And a lot of this stuff these days is out of the box, right? There's not a, there's not a major need to pay a ton of money for professional services um, to your software provider or a project manager because a lot of this stuff comes standard. And so you just, you know, there's an efficient workflow already built for the broker. And that's what we focus really, really heavily on is something that you could, you could put in the hands of your broker quickly and you can plug all of your most useful broker tools into that and, and give them efficiency today. And a lot of times, um, a lot of times you'll find that you're paying, you know, even though, um, you know, you end up paying quite a bit on those professional service fees, project mm -hmm. management fees, ex extra things that you might not actually need. You know, you might, you might actually be able to eliminate some, some hefty costs um, for things that you're trying to sort of think through yourself when there may already be a great solution in place that's on the market today. It's out of the box. And, um, and I would really encourage brokers to look for, 
tools like that because there's so many that have come out in the last couple of years. There is. It was a renaissance. 2021 was a renaissance. I think it, it pulled the the freight tech industry forward by a, a decade, probably just going through the the pandemic. Definitely, um, really all technology. Hi, Sean. Uh, thanks for yeah. for joining us today on Put That Coffee Down. Always a pleasure. How does our audience go out and reach out real quick to uh, to get in touch? Yeah, if uh, if anybody wants to talk to uh, Ty about getting a demo, you can go to ty-software.com. So that's T-A-I-software.com. Um, if you want, there's plenty of information there, even if you're just looking for other, other t- even if you're not looking to replace your TMS and you're just looking for other technologies, there's all kinds of information there to help out brokers. Thank you very much. Again, thanks for coming on yeah. the show, Sean. Thank you, Kevin. Good to see you. Good to see you too. And talking about Freight Tech, uh, the Freight Tech Top 100 list for this year is out on FreightWaves.com. So you can go and check that out. Um, you know, go down uh, to FreightCast or put that coffee down wherever you download podcasts and download it that way. And you can always find us on TV.FreightWaves.com. But this wraps this down and we'll see you next week. I got friends only wanna talk business. I got expensive, cause winning is expensive. I got expensive, cause winning is expensive. I've been winning all the 